0: and ASMR style true crime podcast. I'm your host, Haley Jade. Today we will be talking about Sharon Lopatka. Sharon was born in 1960. family. She was very athletic. She played volleyball and field hockey. She had a lot of friends. She was very involved in choir. And she basically had just a normal childhood. She graduated from Bikesville High School in 1979. And then Sharon met and married a man named Victor as a construction worker in Elliott City, Maryland. Her friends would later say that marrying Victor was Sharon's way of breaking away from her hometown and from her parents' control. Her parents really did not approve of Victor because he was Catholic, and this embarrassed them. They were very disappointed. they kind of just disowned her and had nothing to do with her. In 1995, Sharon started doing online advertising from her Elliott City home in order to bring in some money. First, she hosted a website called House of Dion, where she was selling home decor guides by mail for $7.00. On the website, read quote: Home decorating secrets seen in posh homes from the New England states to the Hollywood homes can now be yours. Never published before, quick, easy ways to decorate your home. End quote. She was paid about fifty dollars per advertisement, rewriting ad copy, and her business. in buying my worn panties, end quote. She also used the internet to fulfill her own sexual desires that were pretty far out there. She used several different names and personas while on such as necrophilia and bondage. Investigators would later find more than 50 messages that showed her sexual desire of being tortured to death. She would connect with these men in chat rooms and they would chat back and forth until it seemed like they would just stop talking to her because they were realizing were not just her fantasies, she actually wanted to be tortured to death, so she kind of engages these men, and then it's always fizzling out, until she meets Bobby, and I'm not really sure if her husband had any idea about her online activities, but after she meets Bobby, he would find out. She begins snooping. So one day he's at work. She goes into his email and she found what she described as several raw, violent, and disturbing messages that he had sent to women. So he gets home from work that day and she confronts him and she said all of the color drained from his face when he realized she knew everything. She was disgusted to have uncovered this dark secret uh, in this man who she thought she knew, and so she left her husband, and she took the children and left him in the trailer. work, thinking that's where his wife's going. But after he left for work, she also left him a note that said she wouldn't be coming home, and she told him not to come looking for her. In fact, the note said, quote, if my body is never retrieved, six weeks worth of emails between Sharon and Bobby, in which she is asking him to torture her to death. Police tracked down Bobby, and they staked out his house for several days, trying to see if they could get a glimpse of Sharon, but they never did. and a rope around her neck. Bobby had not been home when they had searched his house, so they went to his work and charged him with a first-degree murder. He also got additional state and federal charges for his possession of child pornography. Police said that Sharon's body might not have ever been found had it been buried in the woods behind Bobby's home, and not right in his backyard. So Bobby gets arrested, and he tells police that he had picked up Sharon, and they had spent three days acting out sexual fantasies in his trailer. She had wanted him to tie her up with a rope, and while he's talking to police, he keeps reiterating that this was consensual. He admitted to killing Sharon, but he did say it was an accident. He said, quote, exploitation charges on january twenty seventh, two thousand, and he was sentenced to thirty six to fifty three months in prison, and he was also sentenced to an additional twenty seven months for the federal charges. A died of a heart attack in prison on february twentieth, two thousand two, one month before he would have finished serving his state sentence. So this is the crazy story of Sharon Lobotka. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you next week.